Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now everyone should be really, really happy and rejoicing today because we have made it to the last Sunday of this year. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God has taken us through ways, through paths, through directions that we have never ever imagined even in our wildest dreams. Amen. Hallelujah. Such a great God that we serve, who makes great and mighty plans for us, who knows the end even before the beginning. Amen. Well, let me just uh, enter into the word of God this, uh, that I have for this morning. Well, uh, we had a really blessed fasting prayer for the last couple of days. We were seeking for the presence of God. We were earnestly expecting the word of God. And God really spoke to us through these days. And he has really promised a great miracle and blessings for the year that is coming. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. How many of you believe that? Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, let me tell you this. The title for the sermon is How to Face the Giants of 2019. How to Face the Giants of 2019. How to Face the Giants of 2019. Well, we all prayed, we all fasted, we all listened to the word of God. We're really happy because God has promised for us uh, great blessings and great wonders for our life and our, for our future. But one thing that we need to clearly keep in our mind or sh that we need to be focused on that sure there is blessings that's going to come into our lives. There will be blessings that will come into our life. But that doesn't negate the fact that in 2019 we won't have any battles. That doesn't take away the fact that in 2019 we won't have any problems. That doesn't erase the thing that in 2019 we won't have any struggles in life. As we get blessings from one side, the devil will scheme his plans from the other side. The devil will keep building up his plans to destroy us from the other side. Well, in 2018, as we rejoice and step into the new year, as we thank God for all his blessings in our life, the same time, the devil is thinking, oh, I will destroy him the next year. He will scheme new plans to destroy us in the next year. So, just to be prepared as we unwrap the blessings, as we remove the wrappings of our blessings in 2019, at the back of our head or in our, in our spare time, we must be ready to, to fight the battles that the devil is bringing to. Let me tell you some of the things that how we can be ready to face the giants of 2019 in our life. Some tips to uh, be uh, resourceful. All right, every youngsters, pay close attention. Number one, to face the giants of 2019, it's a very important thing. And I'm not going to stress into this because as we were worshiping this morning, I truly felt the spirit of God. I truly felt the anointing of God. And as pastor came up here and as he spoke, it went in line with my first point. So I'm not going to stay much into it because pastor is going to bring uh, in detail about it. The first and number one important thing is that we need to be empowered by God. Amen. Hallelujah. We need to be empowered by God. That's very important. Empowered by God. There's a difference between power and empowerment. 
That's the difference between power and empowerment. With my power, with my strength, I can move this podium. With my power and with my strength, I can replace certain things over here. With my power and my strength, I can do a lot of things. But empowerment is totally different. It is a greater power than power itself. And it comes with an authority. Amen. Hallelujah. It comes with an authority. Youngsters, let me tell you, you might have a lot of strength. You might have a lot of power. You might have titles. You might have positions. You might have a lot of things. But let me tell you, as long as you don't have empowerment in your life, empowerment of the Holy Ghost in your life, you won't be able to even stand or face the giants of 2019. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, uh, Peter had the strength to sail his boat. Peter had the power to fish. Peter had the power to go for a deep sea diving. Peter had power to swim. Peter had power to walk around. But still, he was a timid and coward person. But at the same time, on the day of Pentecost, when he was empowered by the Holy Ghost, his timid and his coward was changed. His fear was changed to boldness. Amen. Hallelujah. So is the life of Stephen and all the apostles. Even if you look in the life of Paul, he had power, he had position. He was a Jew, he was a Pharisee, he held a good position even in the Sanhedrin. He had really good power, but God empowered him that changed the course of his life. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me tell you this. That's why Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 4, he says, Whatever I am doing right now is not because of my strength, but the strength and the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hallelujah. Also, if you look in the Old Testament, we find David. We find David, a very common man, a very common man. But let me tell you, he was empowered by the Holy Spirit. He was anointed that held him to help them to stand before the, the Goliath of his life. Now, the second thing, the second thing that we need to have as we face the giants of 2019 is number one, we need to be empowered by God. Second thing, we need to be equipped. We need to be well equipped. We need to be equipped by God. We need to choose the right weapons to face the Goliaths of our life, to face the giants of our life. Uh, well, when we look in the story of David, in the story of David, as he went into a battle uh, against Goliath, we find the story, we all know the story. He picked up five stones. He picked up five stones to, uh, and he went for a battle with Goliath. In fact, he used just one of that stone. But this morning, let me give you a spiritual thought or a spiritual weapons uh, with regard to these five stones. Five things that we need to have in our life in order to face the Goliath of our life, the giants of our life. Number one is the stone of our past. The stone of our past. What does the stone of our past show us? The moment you have the stone of past with us, the moment you look into it, it should remind us of the wonders of God has done in our life in, in the past. It should remind of the wonders of God, the wonders that God has done in our life in the past. Well, in First Chronicles chapter 16 and verse 12, you know what? The ark is brought to Jerusalem. The ark was gone. It was brought back to Jerusalem. And as soon as ark is brought back to Jerusalem, we find David leaping and dancing and worshiping God. He is enjoying in the presence of God. The ark is 
baseball. You know, Asaf and his entire band of nine folks, they are playing different musical instruments. They are worshiping. They are singing songs. And they are worshiping the, uh, as the ark enters into the city. And David, he leaps and he dances. But you know, as a king, he keeps away all his king privileges and he worships God as a shepherd. You know why? Because he had the stone of past within him that reminds him of the past. Not only just his past, but the past of the people that he is a king now. They were in bondage, but God rescued them. God brought them through the Red Sea. God made them walk through the wilderness. God helped them bring down the walls of Jericho. God helped them cross the Jordan. God gave the land that was promised to them. And for David, he was just a shepherd boy in the wilderness. And now God made him a king. And he can dance before the ark and say, I remember my past that will help me to face the giants of the future. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me give you a thought over here. As we enter into 2019, into the first month of January, let us make this as a resolution. As we enter into the January of 2019, let us remember the blessings that God did in January of 2018. As we move to the February of 2019, let us remember the goodness of God that was in February of 2018. That will help us to move forward. You might be thinking that today my problem is greater. My problem is much bigger. But just turn around and look. You had greater problems that God made you to pass through. Amen. Let me, let me go to the second stone. The second stone is a stone of prayer. The second stone is a stone of prayer, very important one, stone of prayer. Prayer is, in fact, a conversation that you have with God. If you look throughout the Bible, everyone prays, everyone prays. Some of them is Isaiah. He prayed in Isaiah chapter 26 and verse 3. He said, God, give us peace because we trust in you. David prays in Psalms 57 and Psalms 59 and many other Psalms. He prays and he says, God, I pray to you because I believe that you are my refuge. You are my fortress and in you I find my, my rest." Re uh, rescue and all of that. King Jehoshaphat, he prayed. Being a king, he prayed. He, no matter if you're a king or you hold big titles or you come from a rich family or a poor family or no matter you drive an expensive car or a poor car or whatever you are, still prayer is a very important thing in your life. Shandrak, Meshach, Abednego, they stand before the king and say, you can change the law of the land, but you cannot change the way we worship God. You cannot change the worship that we have towards God. Daniel, he prayed even when he was thrown into the lion's den. Jonah, he prayed even when circumstance was not favorable to him, even in the belly of the fish. Paul and Silas, they prayed in the midnight, even when they were in the prison. You know what? Jesus, he healed people. He, he blessed people. He helped people. He rose people from the dead. Yet he had a prayer life. Let me ask you, youngsters, what is our excuse to just skip away from prayer. Everything is good. Food is good. Right? Food is good. Going for a picnic is good. Visiting places is good. Seeing things around is good. Shopping is good. Uh, watching TV is good. Playing games is good. A prayer? No. Just let's skip it. Let's do it tomorrow. No. Never procrastinate in 2019 your prayer life. 
Don't ever procrastinate prayer in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me just go to the third stone, the stone of priority. Stone of priority. In your life, what do you give priorities to? In your life, what do you give priorities to? Uh, give God the owner and reputation that he deserves. Give God the priority in his life. Very interesting part over here. First Samuel chapter 17 and verse 45 to 47. We find now there is a Goliath that is standing and is challenging. Day and night, he is challenging the people of Israel. There is no one that is able to go or has the courage to step forward and go and fight this Goliath. And now here comes David. And when David is willing to to go and fight Saul the king he calls up he calls up uh, David and says David before you go for fighting come into my tent come into my tent I want to show you something Saul says like this boy you're just a small boy okay you have the uh, passion to go and fight but let me do one thing let me give you my armor it's of no use it's just hanging there dusty let me just wipe it off and give it to you you know one interesting thing that I just thought about is that you know no one is going for battle over there all those soldiers are standing. They're not fighting over there. Saul could have called any one of the soldiers that is in size of uh, David. David, what's your size? 36, uh, okay, and a half. Okay, or 15 and a half, or whatever your size is. Okay, come over here. Which soldier has the same size? Pick one of their armor and give it to David. No. Saul gave his armor to David, and David said, no, I'm not going to wear this armor and fight this because I have a greater armor with me. That is the anointing of God on my life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. David could have walked before Goliath and say, look at what I'm wearing. There will be photographers. There will be media people. There will be everyone close up with on, on, on David. Oh, he's going with the armor of the king. He's going to be victorious. But David says, no, the honor is not on the armor. The honor is not for me, but the honor belongs to Jesus. If I do something, that should glorify the name of God. If I win a battle, that should glorify the name of God. Not my name to be glorified, but the name of God to be glorified. Amen. Hallelujah. Fourth one is the stone of passion. A stone of passion. A stone of passion. You know, no one was willing to go for the battle, but only David had that passion to fight the enemy. You know, he found when everyone saw Goliath so big, he found a God that is bigger than the Goliath. Amen. Hallelujah. Saul the king, he is the king, yet he stood ba back. You know, David had brothers who were well trained for battle. But you know what David says? You are trained for warfare, but I am trained. My training comes from above, and I will go and fight this battle. There were other soldiers, but none of them had the passion that David had. 2019, do you have the passion to fight the battle against the enemy? Or are you making friendships with the enemy? The first month you will say, okay, uh, you caused a problem for me. Now I'm not going to cause a problem for you, enemy. Uh, Satan, okay, well, let's come into a deal. No, don't negotiate with the devil. Go and fight the devil. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The last one is a stone of persistence. A stone of persistence. Be always prepared. Be always persistent in what you do. Be always persistent in the things that God wants you to do. Be persistent in the things that he expects you to do in your life. You might be thinking, oh, just because I killed one giant, now the rest of the year, let me relax. No. David had rest of the four stones within him. He knows that one Goliath is down. There are many more other enemies that I have to face in my life. Just like that 
that, let me tell you, in the month of January, maybe you will bring down a giant. But there are other 11 months that you have to fight battle with the enemy. Be persistent in your prayer. Be persistent in your meditation. Be persistent in your relationship with God. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, let me close with this. Now, with all of these stones, as David walks towards Goliath, the war hasn't started. They haven't started fighting. They're just walking. He, as he walks towards Goliath, he honors God. He has the stone of uh, 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 priority, passion, and all of those stones he has with him. And with that, he walks before Goliath. All this while, Goliath was thinking, I am the strongest person. I am the great man. I am the tallest one. And in fact, even he sharpened his sword. But David, as he walked with that sharpened anointing that was on him, the moment Goliath saw David, Goliath felt little before David. You know what? He said, am I a dog that you come and fight with me? My dog. David had, doesn't have, didn't have to call, hey, Goliath, you're a dog. Nothing. Goliath himself felt little before that great anointing that is walking and coming. Goliath felt himself little as David walked with passion, as David walked with his priorities, as David walked with that great honor for God, as David walked with that great anointing. Your enemy itself will feel that it is nothing before you and it will flee away. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's close our eyes this morning. Every youngsters, close your eyes. I don't know what your struggles or battles were this year. And I'm not sure of whatever battles you have for the coming year. But I'm sure that there will be battles. There will be battles. There will be giants. There will be Goliaths. As we come to the close of this year, as we rejoice, on the other side, the enemy and his entire team is sharpening new swords to come against you. But are you ready with your anointing? Youngsters, let me ask a question right now. Do you have this anointing in you? Do you have this anointing without which you can have power but not be empowered over your enemy? And if you have an anointing within you, is it sharp enough? Are you sharpening it daily? Are you sharpening it for the next year to use it against your enemy? Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you once again for this blessed Sunday that you have given to us. From the beginning all the way to this very end, thank you for your care, your protection, your love, and everything that you give over our life, oh Father Lord Jesus. We truly trust in you, and we submit ourselves into your hands. In Jesus' most precious name we pray. And everyone said,